Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Well, big welcome back to the show for the head coach and GM of your Fort McMurray Oil Barons. Second full year with the team. We have the one and only Adam Manna on the program. Good to see you, Sean. Nice to be back. Good to see you as well. Thanks for taking the time today. Um, I think I've had you on plenty of times. I like to kind of just like kind of uh, revisit the past to kind of see what we're dealing with and then the present and then the future as well. Uh, so we'll go back to last year, kind of a 500 year, 24, 26, 6 and 4 during the regular season. And then a very hard fought first round exit in game 7 against Sherwood Park in the playoffs. Uh, how would you just assess after you had a whole off season just uh going through the year into the playoffs last year? Yeah, I think last year was uh was, you know, it had it had ups and downs. I mean, uh we were 19 13 and 1, I think, on January 1st mm-hmm. and things were rolling and then we Get into the uh, the brawl against Bonnie, and yeah. then we took we took some suspensions, including myself and and a couple other players. And then it seemed like from that point, whether it was the suspensions or you know mainly our injury woes that mm-hmm. that hit in the second half. Like I know a lot of people have said, I've I've never seen a team kind of dismantled that much with with how many injuries you guys had and yeah. and how it piled up. So it was unfortunate. Um, because at at times we had half the half the forward group out. You're it's, looking at the uh, AP players and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Getting so a lot of ice time. I mean, I mean, when we fast forward to this year, which I'm sure we'll get to, but Jason Huang is a guy that we used a ton last year as an <laughs> as an affiliate, and you know the 12 games that he got to play is is I don't want to say on the excessive side for an affiliate, but it it's on the higher side for sure. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean that's that's just how the second half went, and then yeah. like you said. Um, you know, it's just tough to sustain your record when it's when you got so many bodies, yeah. key bodies out of the lineup, right? But mm-hmm. uh, the guys, I, I, you know, last year I gave them credit. They they battled all the way to the end, and we we had a really intense series with Short oh, yeah. Park. I think we just ran out of gas in Game Six and Game Seven, and you could start to see it in Game Five, even though we were able to Such just sneak that one out, yeah, yeah. Um, and take the three two series lead. It was like in the first ten minutes of Game Six, I'm I'm kind of on the bench, and I'm like, oh boy, like I don't know if we. I don't know if we have enough. Like we had a great crowd, and I was kind of hoping that would, you know, kind of push our guys yeah. to get it. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it was it was a uh, it was a grind of a year, <laughs> and we're hoping that we have some better luck this year, and and uh, mm-hmm. we stay healthy, and then we can we can go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going into the off seasons, um, what are your thoughts on the new teams? Big key departure with the, the likes of local boy Max McCoy. Was there lots to get? to work on or was the foundation there because you did have a lot of kind of younger bodies playing some games yeah a little a little bit of mix on both sides i guess with replacing the the five forwards that we lost and one of them being mccoy and just having to really focus on adding more skill and scoring to our lineup i think last year when you look at what we were able to carry over from that half year that i that i got here um, with what Gord mm-hmm. built, um, you know, we had to really restructure and retool the roster in terms of trying to get our age groups balanced, and and that kind of left us with you know five returning players, and and we didn't have a ton of you know that skill and scoring. So this year, going into the off season, that's something that we really wanted to focus on. And when we were able to add the Arnold brothers and Carter Schmidt from the BCHL, and now Ryland Ringer, we just just acquired. 
uh, you know, a, a week ago or so, like to add those guys or those pieces in um, with some of our young guys like Huang and, and the Campbell kid, mm-hmm. uh, we've added some some high-end skill and, and they're going to be fun to watch and they're only going to get better as the year goes on. So um, that's that's an area that we really wanted to focus on. But yeah, it's it seems like, and I don't want to make this a blanket statement for every team, but it's 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 the reality of how the BCHL has changed yeah. now with, with Hockey Canada and we're really going to have to be cautious or conscious of the fact that our roster is going to change every offseason okay. a little bit because guys are going to get plucked to, to BC, unfortunately, right? We're going to try and avoid that at all costs. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the players make the, their decisions. And um, then there's other leagues like the NAL and the NCDC and the USHL. And, you know, that's... that's The what, options are just silly. Uh, there is. There is a lot. And it's, and it's endless. So they have, you know, their pick of the litter of, yeah. you know, where they want to go. And, and in the offseason, it's, it's basically a free-for-all now, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I'm saying about, you know, do we want the roster to be overturned? No. Uh, yeah. But the reality of the world we're living in now, especially in the hockey world, it's it's kind of what we're fighting against. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're going to do our best to, to maintain as many players as we can moving moving forward every year. But, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what we're up against. Yeah. A little bit of... Um coaching staff turnover as well uh any specifics that went into that was it performance coaching style or was it just uh turning of the guard type of thing yeah just just um you know we we wanted to you know promote sarah diamond who did a terrific job for us on the skating and skills end and she's going to continue doing that this year um along with being at the rink full-time as as a part-time assistant coach uh, she'll be on the bench for home games. She the only thing she won't do is travel on the road, but mm. we will take her for select trips and then the playoffs. Um, and she's obviously running our 415 youth development ice, mm-hmm. so she's busy with that as well. And and so that's been a, a nice add-on. And then uh, bringing in Carter Duffin as our as our new assistant coach has been uh, really good. I mean Carter uh, is like he's the video guru, uh, <laughs> and he's he's teaching Pete new things and. <laughs> Uh, you know, with Google Forms and Docs <laughs> and everything else, and uh, but but does a really good job on the video side, and, yeah. and that's something that uh, uh, is going to be taken off my plate a little bit this nice. year, and and so for the the things that he brings to the table and his knowledge, uh, we've been a great fit, and and we're pretty excited about about getting going. Mm-hmm. And former Oil Baron, now goalie coach uh, Tanner. I don't want to butcher his last name. Um, Tanner's all part of the squad as well, too. Yeah, so Tanner Gillette uh, used to be a former Mahab goaltender, and he was a pretty good one. Uh, he was CJHL Goalie of the Year <laughs> and went to the University of Denver and had a successful career, winning the Mike Richter Award for top goalie in Damn. the NCAA. And to add a guy like him to our staff and with his pedigree, I mean, <laughs> you couldn't say no. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited to have Tanner on board, and, and he was just up working with our goalies the past few days. And... Um, you can see, you know, I mean, for, for Gabe Gratton, I mean, he's been here for two years and this is going to be year three and he's, you know, he's saying, hey, there's some some new things that he's bringing to the table nice. that's going to challenge me. So um, so that's always what you want to hear. And then uh, we also added Jen Pope as our new education coordinator. I know she's not necessarily on the education or on the uh, hockey upside, but uh, Jen's been added and Taylor was obviously doing our play-by-play for for a number of years mm-hmm. so so to add uh, her into the mix she's been really good because she's a teacher and counselor in town so um so she's been very helpful and and has done uh 
you know, great things so far as well. Oil Barons head coach and GM Adam Mana in the studio, taking our first break, and we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back with head coach and GM of your Fort McMurray Oil Barons, Adam Manna. We were just touching on uh, some of the turnover from last year to this year. Players and coaches, extremely busy offseason here. How does... Adam Mana take care of himself. Any time off to recharge or anything? I remember you asked me this last year too, <laughs> but uh, it's a good question. Uh, again, with what I was mentioning with the whole BCHL and, yeah. and all the other leagues and having to worry about, you know, just making sure that that more of our guys weren't getting, you know, plucked. I mm-hmm. mean, it was it was extremely busy yeah. and trying to to add pieces along with that. But uh, I was able to sneak off to Florida for a couple weeks. There you go. Uh, which was nice. I got to go with dad, so it was kind of a, a father-son trip there, and, and so that was that was fun. And then I uh, got to take off to Vancouver Island for, for a week, and I was a part of, I was a guest coach at a, it's called the West Coast Prep Camp, and I was able to learn from Mike Johnston, who's with the Portland Winterhawks, and obviously he coached in the NHL, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with Pittsburgh, and got to be around Crosby and Malkin and all those guys. Yeah. So really fun to learn from him. And then Barry Smith, I don't know if a lot of people know Barry, but he was a six-time Stanley Cup winner. He was Scotty Bowman's right-hand man. So I was able to learn from him as well that week. So there was two really good mentors for me Mm -hmm. uh, to really just soak up and learn from. Um, And so that was in Port Alberni. So we got to take that all in. Uh, And yeah, BC's nice spot um, (laughs) in the summer there. And and then the last trip was, well, we were talking about it off the air, but it was to go catch the Jays and... And I know we're we're both uh, hoping they can pull into the playoffs, but yeah. yeah, it was a good weekend to go catch them. They were playing the Cubs, uh, and we got to see the Jose Bautista retirement game. Oh, solid! So it was it was phenomenal, and and uh, the new stadium looks great. Yeah, so, it does. So yeah, I was able to get away <laughs> for three trips. That's but, right. <laughs> but it was but it was a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. it was it was a nice breather. But like I uh, I think I mentioned to you last year, I mean the phone travels with me, so there is really no uh, yeah. no downtime and. And you gotta be you gotta be alert and ready for no anything that comes comes our way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopping into this year, uh, how did camp go? Uh, did you get what you wanted out of it? I think so. Yeah, no uh, camp seems to, and this is year two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like I've been here longer, and maybe that's because you know I played up here you and had the history and, and the history before. and everything else, and it's just been such an easy transition, but. Uh, but in terms of camp, I know uh, we use RVX Factor in Edmonton, and and Ryan does a uh, a solid job with the off ice fitness testing. And even from summer camp in Edmonton to main camp, he just said there's a big shift in how guys are, you know, the the players that we're recruiting and how they're preparing, and mm-hmm. and they're they're putting in the work in the off season. So that was really encouraging to hear because you know things aren't built overnight, and it's yeah. you got to have that transition period, and we're we're really focusing on bringing in not only good people but good good players and mm-hmm. and um, I think we're taking a step in that direction and then in terms of cap itself I mean it was very competitive and we had some tough decisions to make on Saturday after the last preseason game but mm-hmm. I think we're you know we're down to 14 forwards 90 and two goalies and and obviously that could still you know that could still change depending on what comes available but um, yeah, we we like what we have. Like like I mentioned, we have definitely we have a lot more skill and mm-hmm. 
and now we just have to uh, now we just have to continue to get better every day. Yeah, um, with with yourself, are you looking to play a certain style, or do you kind of uh, adjust to the the team that you have, and then? kind of go to their strengths? Is it a mixture? How do you approach a squad? That's a perfect question because we as a staff, myself, Sarah, and Carter, and even Tanner for that matter, I mean, Tanner, that's how you know dialed in he is. He wants to know what our D-zone structure is going to be right. so that he can talk to the goalies and say, hey, here's the threats. Here's what we got to be looking out for if we have a breakdown. Um, but for us, yeah, the way we want to play, we want to play fast. We want to you know think it fast mm-hmm. and we want to we want to be able to really push the pace. So when we kind of came up with our game plan of what our personnel revolves around, we want to play aggressive and we want to play with a lot of pressure. And and that's kind of what we're starting to get into with our with our forecheck and, yeah. and things like that. So um, yeah, it's a really good question. But that's that's kind of the way we want to play. So it's it's going to take time. I mean, it's it's I always refer to it as it's like being a teacher. You start school in September. You're starting off at one times one, two times two, <laughs> and you're not starting off with 12 times 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't jump to step D before doing A, B, and C, and you got to teach the details along the way. So for our guys, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just going to be um, teaching them the right way and throughout September and October, and then we should be, uh, yeah. you know, really getting into the into the heart of the structure yeah. by by the start of November. And uh, I, I, well, I get with everything switching nowadays, but I would hope with just like, getting more recruiting cycles under your belt, getting more off seasons, just the continuity of like people coming in to the team and already knowing the expectation and the coaching style that over time it would hopefully smooth the transition a little bit. And again, you nailed it, right? I mean, that's part of, I think the word used was the continuity part, right? Even as a staff, like you're trying to, or what we're trying to do is establish ourselves in terms of we want those type of players that want to be pushed and that want to be mm-hmm. moving on to the Division One level to, to want to come to Fort McMurray, right? And that's the environment that you got to create. And and all of our recruiting calls, that's what we're stressing. So um, I think you're bang on with with what you said, and, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's starting to get better, and that's starting to build, and that's where you're getting more phone calls from you know whether it's schools or advisors or. Mm-hmm. You know, families themselves about saying, "Hey, we want to come play in Fort McMurray. We've heard good things, and and that's uh, that's where it's starting to take off." Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to shift the vibe here, but it was a tough preseason, statistical wise, I will say, zero uh, and five. But anyone who's been around sports kind of knows the preseason is a time where you you find out what works, uh, what doesn't. Maybe you mess with this here or there with lineups, but it's also feels good to get the wins as well. What did you take away from the preseason? Yeah, no, it was, it was again, everybody can look at the record, and I love, like, we we always talk about it in the room of, you know, these teams that want to win the preseason cup. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, nobody's going to remember what you did in preseason. They're going to remember what you did in the regular season. So, um, for us, we took 36 players down yeah. to <laughs> down to Edmonton for the first three games, and that's a lot, yeah. right? So, but for us to get through those three games in three nights, you got to take, take a lot of bodies down, and it's a mixture of, you know, going with younger lineups and giving giving those players the opportunity to get the experience and mm-hmm. play, and uh, the results really don't matter at the end of the day. It's about finding out what we have, finding out what we have for the future, mm-hmm. and who we're going to affiliate for this year. Um, and those are the important things, right? And then on top of it, we got some good local players into those games that you know aren't ready this year, but will be ready either next year or the year you know the year after. So I mean, yeah. it's starting that pipeline with them and. And getting them those touches, and then the last two games here at home, 
uh, yeah, we trimmed down to roughly 28, but we were still mixing and matching mm-hmm. uh, a lot and taking half the forwards, you know, in and half the forwards out. Um, so uh, for us, I mean, that the last two games thought we, uh, you know, other than the first period of game one on Friday, I thought the last five periods we were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, give credit to our goalie. Their goalie played well. He, you know, especially in game two, I think we peppered him with 45 and, and uh, you know, he was good. So, I mean, there's lots of good to take away. Uh, but again, it's it's tough to measure because we didn't yeah. we didn't play a full lineup once. Exactly. So, so it's tough to know, okay, yeah, this is where we're at. We're, no, no. we're going we're gonna to find out tomorrow. You got one kid who probably like hasn't even had power play time, but you're like, let's, let's go see you on the wing over there. Yeah, and that's like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're right. I think the, the preseason's all about that too. It's about just rolling the lines and giving yeah. guys opportunities to go in different roles mm-hmm. that whether they're maybe just a penalty killer, they're going to get power play time and vice versa. And mm-hmm. guys are going to play in all situations so that we can find out, okay, you, you're going to fit here and we gave you time on the PP, we gave you time mm-hmm. on the PK and we see as this guy, right? So yeah. it's, it's, it's about getting guys just minutes and opportunity and touches and yeah, um, yeah not worried about the result at all. I yeah. think uh, once we get our lineup rolling and in sync uh you know we we know we've recruited well and and we've made some good moves in the off season so hopefully that'll that'll uh, trend in the right direction and we're just going to take our second break here with the head man gm head coach adam Mana of your fort mcmurray oil barons and we'll be right back we're back to fort mcmurray matters brought to you by cooper and company law firm and fort mcmurray orthodontics on mix 103.7 and we're back Adam Manna on the show, head coach and GM for the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. Uh, how about the squad? Do we got a, a fully healthy squad heading into the regular season this weekend? Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that you asked that. Uh, we've had a couple guys uh, that are a little banged up. We got we got one of our acquisitions, the Hudson Norris kid, who I didn't mention yet. Again, another guy that that we got as a twenty year old that's that's skilled and. You know, is is a playmaker type, but he uh, he took a pretty hard hit in that last game against Lloyd. So he's he doesn't look like he'll be ready this mm-hmm. weekend. He's he's battling uh, you know concussion like symptoms, and uh, then the D man that we got from Black Falls, uh, you know, he's he's got some some back issues so far, but it doesn't look to be like it's anything serious. But there's just mm-hmm. you know those two, but for the most part we're we're healthy. So let's hope that. Uh, you know that will continue. Yeah, we got wood right in front of us. So we're going to knock on that after this. But for the most part, yeah, I think we're we're ready to mm-hmm. go. So we'll, uh, like I said, we're we're going to get tested out of the gate here. I mean, sure, Park Spruce and Bonnie are going to be. It's a good set of games right there. Three of the top teams, and <laughs> and they always are, right? So we'll uh, we'll get a good measuring stick right off the bat. No kidding. Yeah. Well, what, what can uh, the region expect out of the Oil Barons this year? You kind of touched on a little bit, uh, but you got you got your your full second year coming up here. Uh, what can we expect? Yeah. Just obviously, we want to continue to get better, and we want to you know improve on the record that we had last year. So I mean, um, you know, with with. Like I said, the acquisitions that we brought in, we feel confident that we've made a lot of good moves. So hopefully it's all going to translate. And again, last year we had a fairly brand new team as well. And we were six over 500 at, you know, on January 1st. So hopefully mm-hmm. I feel we're in a much better spot this year in terms of the roster and, and the depth. So, uh, I mean, time will tell, but 
I think we're going to be just fine, and, and we're going to we're going to look to improve on that record from last year. Mm-hmm. And you kind of touched on it again. Uh, regular season this weekend, you said Sherwood Park, Spruce Grove on the way back up, Bonneville on Tuesday. Um, have you had a chance to scout or get a read or heard anything from around the league? Uh, is it going to be another grind in the AJ? Is that what, uh, or how does it go for the first couple games? Uh, I think it's a feeling out process for for most teams because. We talked about, well, do we pre-scout anybody? And it's like, well, you can't because everybody's dressed in different lineups and yeah. there's not really a whole lot of structure out there, at least, you know, from our perspective, we've only covered, you know, maybe two or three areas. So, I mean, I don't know how other teams do it, but yeah. that's that's kind of the, we're taking it a step at a time. But um, yeah, for us, we, we just know that, you know, those three teams are, they're always at the top of the at the top of the standings, and this year with the AJHL switching the format a little bit and mm-hmm. going into one one division of sixteen teams rather than the north and south, it's going to change the dynamic. And every team's going to play each other four times rather than us playing the north team six times and the south twice. So uh, I think the parity is going to be like it always is. It's always going to be very good within the league. Yeah. So every game is going to be tough. But uh, I think just from that perspective of you know, we spent 27 nights in a hotel last year, uh, whereas teams in the South, like Brooks and some of those teams, they were in a hotel six or seven nights. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if people kind of zone out and, and they look at that perspective and say, well, how's that a level playing field when, mm-hmm. you know, the Northern teams and, and Grand Prairie would be in the same boat as us, but how's that How's that a fair playing field for, for those two teams compared to some of the other teams, right? So mm-hmm. now it's going to force those teams to be on the road more, to be on the bus more, and yeah. and to be a you know in the grind, right? So uh, because again, those teams aren't getting home at three, four in the morning like <laughs> we are, right? So now they're gonna they're gonna get to experience that a little <laughs> bit, and they're they're gonna take the wear and tear of of the regular season of mm-hmm. you know playing sixty two games and and having to travel a little bit more. Yeah, no kidding. And then uh, home openers um, Friday and Saturday, September 22nd and 23rds. Centerfire Place, uh, can we expect just the uh, bumping again, home games? What do you think? We're hoping, yeah. Um, We had a really good turnout for the Blue Gold game, and then uh, the Monster Trucks came to town last (laughs) weekend for for preseason, and it was nice nice weather. So, I mean... um, we're hoping that everybody will be will be back out to support us. It was uh, amazing last year the the support that we had, and um, you know obviously our players are out in the community and they're they're doing season ticket drop offs right now. So uh, it's an exciting time of the year, and and yeah, we uh, we're really hoping that that Friday night is going to be is going to be packed, let alone both games. But mm-hmm. I know my buddies are coming up for it. They want to <laughs> they want to see what Fort McMurray is all about. Nice. Obviously, we've. Uh, We've said uh, a lot of good things about not only the community, but they want to see how they want to see the building full and and take all that in because they've 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 only heard it from That's down in Edmonton. Stories. So <laughs> so they want to see it for real now. So yeah, I'm excited uh, for them to come up and and it should be uh, it should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then just the vibe in the room. Uh, I see you got kind of a mixture of some people. Uh, is it is it is it nervous? Is it excitement? Is it the mixture of the two? How are the how are the the squad feeling? Yeah, I think everybody you know talking especially to the guys, the returning guys. Everybody's real good. I mean, talk to Graz there and and Gruner, and you know they just say the same thing. Like we haven't even played our full lineup yet. Yeah. So I mean, we're you know nobody really knows what we're about yet, but they seem. Uh, they seem to like what we have, not only in the room in terms of our personnel and and having good character guys and again good good kids, but mm-hmm. um, just um, having the confidence that yeah we got we got we got depth and 
and we got we got a good mix of skill and work ethic and and guys that play hard. So I think uh, the guys are are excited to get the year going, and and obviously our leadership group is going to do a good job with with Keith Gruner taking over the the mm-hmm. captaincy role and. And then having Brett Boucher, who's a local guy, he's going to wear an A, and Simon Diaz, and um, you know Evan Arnold, our twenty-year-old acquisition from Sherwood Park. So mm-hmm. um, those four guys will do a good job, and then they're going to have a good supporting cast around them. So uh, yeah, everybody's geared up, ready to go. Anything else we haven't covered that you want to get out to the people there, Adam? Uh, I don't think so. I just uh, yeah, I hope everybody's excited for another year, <laughs> and and uh, that we'll be seeing seeing everybody down at the rink on on Friday there for the home opener. Absolutely. Good luck. We'll chat soon. Uh, Thanks for taking the time today. He's the head coach and GM of your Fort McMurray Oil Barons. Adam Manna, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me uh, on, Sean. It's great to see you. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.